0: Like a rock. <laughs> do you even know what that's from?
1: No, do you know where that's from? I think that's the question. It's from Plymouth Rock. No, it's not.
0: <laughs> like a rock.
1: Chevy Silverado.
0: Oh, it's the truck. It's the truck. You are right. Dwayne the Rock Johnson. We'll chalk one up for her. It doesn't happen very often. What's this about Dwayne the Rock Johnson? The Rock. The Rock?
1: He's a wrestler, pro wrestler.
0: Mm. I like rocks.
1: Wait, he's a movie star.
0: Isn't there a course about geography or something about rocks? rocks it exists
1: <laughs> <laughs> you're doing okay welcome back to our channel welcome
0: to our channel
1: I'm Ann I'm Brian and we are our, Rowena Francis Ro,
0: Rowena Francis
1: Rowena Francis one of these
0: days you know we'll figure out how to say the two of those words in conjunction with each other but you never know right?
1: Today, we are getting into another name of God. And if you haven't guessed it by this point, we're talking about Jehovah Sali, the Lord, our rock. Yes. Right?
0: Yes. But before we get into that, I want to talk a little bit about, you know, we got all these different slogans, these these names, all of these, these things that just kind of are, are around rocks, right? Rocks just seem to be relevant and important. And, uh, you know, I remember when I was younger, one of the things that uh, stood out to me all the time was, The Rock of Gibraltar, you know, and people would always talk about, Mm. you know, oh, it's as solid as the Rock of Gibraltar and that it's going to have this, you know, this strength to it. It's going to have this, you know, safety to it. And I was just like, great. And I've been talking about it for, you know, decades, you know, about this Rock of Gibraltar. So I figured, you know what I should do? What? (laughs) I figured I should look up what the Rock of Gibraltar is all about. Probably
1: a good idea. I had to do that. Back (laughs) when I worked, oh my gosh, it's raining out. There's rocks flying outside! ROCKS!
0: (laughs) Hail! Hail is a form of rocks! It is, it is.
1: (laughs) But I remember I worked with this guy and he um, loved talking about the Rock of Gibraltar. He did. Yeah. Do you
0: know what the Rock of Gibraltar is actually made of? Rock? It's made of rock. It's made of (laughs) monolithic limestone. Pretty cool. Yes. Now what's interesting about it is that limestone itself is actually a porous rock uh, or sediment and normally it mixes with other sediments and uh, Based on what other sediments that it mixes with it can become stronger or you know more dense etc Right, but the reality of it is, is it's actually made of a monolithic limestone.
1: Yeah, it's simple
0: So I decided that I should look a little bit past, you know, even the limestone element of this okay, I to... found out that what is important about the Rock of Gibraltar is that when you find it on the map geographically, it is a land extension with this rock on top of it, you know, gives it some sort of height, and it extends into the Strait of Gibraltar. And when it extends over the, into this uh, Strait of Gibraltar, that strait is the main strait of river passage that connects from the Atlantic Ocean into the Mediterranean Sea. What does that mean? What does that mean?
1: What does it mean? It's the only way into
0: <laughs> the Mediterranean Sea. The, Mediterranean the only sea. sea passage into the Mediterranean Sea. So from a geographical location, I would think this is very strategic.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say I would think that it would be a very important place. Yeah,
0: it is. It's a very important place. I don't know a so, ton about it, but you you tell us all about it. Oh, okay. Well, there's not a whole lot more to be told about it, except that the British. Mm-hmm. Have built on that a fortress. There was a fortress that was built yes. upon it a uh, Military base a naval base an air base You know, it's all combined into this one area And so really it is this this area that if you were going to try to take uh, take over this particular region or defend this region This is the key location which you want to defend and so really over time it became known as the rock and it became the rock like, because, a rock like a rock because it was one of those things that was just going to be like an impregnable you know area it was just a solid place in the middle of that region that was going to you know hold hold yeah. down it was the strength of that location
1: i love these kinds of things because it actually reminds me that god is our rock but i want to read a scripture
0: ah back to scriptures
1: okay there's a psalms eighteen two. Okay. And this is pretty cool because this is David talking here and he's um, singing a song to God.
0: Mm-hmm. It's in the
1: Psalms. And he uses quite a few names of God. And actually, one of them we already talked about, that, which mm-hmm. was uh,
0: Jehovah Karan Yeshi. The horn of my salvation. The horn of my salvation. If
1: you didn't see that video, click here or here. I don't know which one wherever, click somewhere on the video mm-hmm. and you can watch that one. But let me read the scripture. Psalms 18, verse 2, it says, The Lord is my rock and my fortress and my deliverer, my God, my strength in whom I will trust, mm-hmm. my shield and the horn of my salvation, my stronghold.
0: Yes. You so that's know, pretty cool. What I like about this particular passage of scripture is that it contains in it six different names and attributes of God.
1: Which, actually, I love this because, and I think we mentioned this before, but when you're praying the names of God and when um, you explore the names of God, they all kind of intertwine with each other. And you can, mm-hmm. um, for one thing, you can pray so many names of God and you can pray, you know, the characteristics
0: and stuff. So that's I think it's pretty cool. They blend into each other. Just and like, David knew this. And they blend it in in this particular passage in Psalms. Yes. Now, the interesting part about this is that that psalm Right, actually, is referenced in another place of the Bible as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's a psalm. It's a psalm of David. But before I get into that, I want to talk about the fact that you know this is a song of a thanksgiving from David. It, mm-hmm. It's you know this this place you know where he's you know thankful to God and and God is this you know he's his rock he's his fortress he you know he's all these great and wonderful things, but. You know, it, the journey that led up to this particular point was, long. was a long journey. You know, it, you know, we all take a look at, you know, all the victories of David. You know, it was like, oh, the, the stories of David, you know, where he slew Goliath. And then, you know, how he became king.
1: Lions and, and tigers <laughs> and bears. Oh, <all> my. <laughs>
0: run, run. <laughs> and so, um, but what's interesting about it is, is that the moment that David slew Goliath, this it, it propelled them on this journey mm-hmm. that you know, the next thing you know, you know, Saul was jealous of him and his, his life became in jeopardy. Yes. You know, he had to eventually, you know, flee his home. He did, uh, you know, because he, the king was trying to kill him. He had he hung out in the wilderness, his his wife was given away to, a, to another man, mm-hmm. uh, and he was just pursued, he was hunted, and this went on for a long time.
1: I think if any one of us. Lived the life that David lived, Would we endure the same way that David did? Like, I feel like he was a cut above the rest. He just he knew how to keep his heart thankful and his heart, right? And, and the Psalms is full of it. Anyways, this Psalm that he was praying here was in a response to after that long journey. And he's turning his heart towards God, turning his eyes towards God. And he's telling God like how great he is. And he's saying, you know, you're my rock, you're my fortress, you're my deliverer, my God, my strength in whom I trust, you know, Mm -hmm. my shield, the horn of my salvation, my, my stronghold. And he's just like really reiterating that God is his
0: source. And that is correct. That is exactly what this passage is referring to, right? I just I just look at it, you know, though, like the magnitude of what David went through, I just find is, is dumbfounding. Mm-hmm. It, I mean, you know, we went through, you know, just this this phase of, you know, where he was hunted and, and all of this process, and it was still kind of like, you know what? You know, like, I, I would like to be the fly in David's, you know, in, in the wilderness, in the wilderness <laughs> you know, uh, hanging on the wall of his tent, you know, where, you know, David was just like, I'm sure he had to have these days where he questioned God and be like, God, really? Like, what's this about? You know, or, you know, what have I possibly done? I mean, you know, to to be walked into, you know, my, my life being hunted and pursued. I mean. Uh, he was, was I just, mean,
1: he was a shepherd boy mm-hmm. and he was minding, minding his own sheep. Uh, it's like I'm minding my own <laughs> business. And, and he was picked out of that he was called out of you know minding the sheep Mm -hmm. to be anointed king and then you know and even when he killed Goliath he was just going to bring his brothers who were in the war Mm -hmm. some food and some supplies and when he got there and he saw Goliath taunting everybody you know and he's Mm -hmm. like somebody do something Mm -hmm. about this and and he just felt this resolve like if if nobody's going to do it then I'm going to do it because don't you guys see God is Mm -hmm. on our side right But,
0: so, I, I want to point this out, though. We, we we talked about it, and it talks about how he's, he's giving praise and adoration to God in this mm-hmm. particular passage. And and most people think that this passage was probably written, you know, you would assume that it was written, you know, at the end of, you know, when he finally became king. But, but that's not actually what happened, because that was only really about half the journey. It's mm-hmm. because, like, as soon as they, you know, Saul died, and then he became king, he only, first of all, became king of Judah. Right. The, the rest of Israel, you know, decided that they didn't want him as king. And then there was a battle that went forth before, you know, that went back and forth. And then eventually there was other things that took place, you know, where his son tried to, you know, overtake the kingdom. And then he ended up, you know, fleeing for his life again. Yeah. And it wasn't until all of these different variations of things happened and David returned back into Jerusalem and, you know, he reestablished, you know, himself, that then he wrote psalm psalm 18 2 and it captures it actually in first samuel 2 22 1 to 2 and this is what i want to read and it just says it says and then david spoke to the lord these words of this song on the day when the lord had delivered him from the hand of all of his enemies from the hand of saul and he said the lord is my rock and my fortress and my deliverer and my god my strength in whom i will trust my shield and the horn of my salvation and my struggle. You know, by the way, isn't there like a song about this as well? It's like, you know, it says, you know, my God and who I trust, you know, my strength, my deliverer,
1: Like a rock. Oh,
0: yeah. <laughs> I don't know if she's ever going to get, get past it. She even, you got it stuck in my head. You've you never even owned a Chevy truck before. I had a
1: 1988 Chevy Celebrity. It was the best car ever.
0: I think there's just something to do with that jingle that just is, is locked into your head, though.
1: Which is kind of like the psalms. They kind of get stuck in your head if you just, you know. <laughs> Read
0: the psalms that way?
1: If you sing them yeah. like they were meant to be sung. Like
0: they were meant to be sung. Right? So, Anyways. We, we're going to talk about Jehovah's Sally for a few minutes. We're going gonna to move on from the Chevy rock.
1: Let's bring it back to what a rock actually means.
0: What does a rock mean? You tell us. Well, a rock <laughs> is, it's its a mass. It's a mass. It says here, here's the definition. A rock rock is a mass of stony matter and figuratively, 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 Figuratively. as a place of safety, protection, strength, asylum, or firm, immovable foundation.
1: Those last two are my favorite, by the way. Mm -hmm. An asylum, like...
0: An asylum. Not an insane asylum, an actual asylum. Asylum. And then it says, a rock denotes something solid and sure, ageless and able to weather the storm, and still remain. And this is pretty well what David is trying to say here. He's like, Jehovah Sally, my rock. Mm-hmm. He's a firm foundation. He's strong. He's full of strength. He's going to be able to weather the storm of, of life. And, you know, it's not going to affect him. And so this is really where he goes into it. And he talks about, you know, he, he just gets into it. And, and so we want to talk, first of all, I want to talk about a scripture passage that talks about the strength of the foundation of a rock.
1: Is that an idea
0: it is. All
1: right, you want me to read it? Yeah. <laughs> okay, Isaiah twenty-eight sixteen. it says, Therefore, this is what the Sovereign Lord says. Look, I am placing a foundation stone in Jerusalem. Foundation a stone. A firm and tested stone.
0: Tested one.
1: It is a precious cornerstone that is safe to build on. Whoever believes need never be shaken. Yes.
0: And, and what's really cool about this too is it talks about it is it's a, it's a firm foundation and it's a cornerstone and the cornerstone Obviously anyone who's really an architect or does building. It's that first stone, right? That needs to be put into place It's the one that you know is perfectly lined up You know you got all of your all of your angles and everything are perfectly matched up to that firm foundation yeah. and, it, and it's the place first of all strength and it's a place of alignment. It's a place of starting point.
1: Everything else is in alignment according to that cornerstone. Yes. And Jesus Christ is our cornerstone. And he is the one that we can align our lives up with so that we can mm-hmm. build a solid foundation or we can build a solid foundation structure. Foundation upon that. Yeah.
0: Yep. Yep. So it says here, I want to read you, it says in 1 Corinthians 10, 4, it says, I don't want you to forget, dear brothers and sisters, about our ancestors in the wilderness. Don't forget. Don't forget about those wilderness people. Never it says, long ago, all of them were guided by a cloud that moved ahead of them, and all of them walked through the sea to the ground. Yeah, on dry, on ground. dry ground, sorry. In, in the cloud and in the sea, all of them were baptized as followers of Moses. All of them ate the same spiritual food. And all of them drank the same spiritual water, for they drank from the spiritual rock that traveled with them, and that rock was none other but Christ Jesus. Mm-hmm. So, this is a passage that goes along with this story is, is that, you know, in the children of Israel, when they were wandering around in the in the desert,
1: they needed something to drink. They
0: needed some water one day, right? They were all crying. They were doing, you know, their murmuring and complaining. Like, and right?
1: Moses, you brought us out we're here. We're going to die. Go ask God. Give us some water. Ask him, did you I'm bring mercy. us out here to die? We might <laughs> as well go back to Egypt where we were slaves, but at uh-huh. least we had water to drink. And, yeah.
0: yeah, so they so were just so typically, you know, murmuring situation that was going on and so it happens actually in exodus 17 6 and it happens again in i think is numbers chapter 20 and in both of these particular cases god is leading the children of israel they're complaining about they don't have any water and don't forget we're talking about you know like a population you know in excess of a million people in the middle of the desert you know if you see a mirage it's probably not going to help you out very much a mirage of water Mm -hmm. so what happened is is in this first case you know God instructs Moses to strike the rock. And so he he says, strike this rock, and and then all of a sudden he strikes it, and it comes out all this water and it, it flows and so forth. And it and it gives thirst-quenching water to the people. But they feel refreshed. And then again, second time, and this is a, a different story for another day. You know, Moses is said to speak to the rock. This time he doesn't speak to it, but he actually hits it again. God still honors Moses, but Moses has some problems that come as a result of it. But nonetheless, the whole point is, is that the rock still ministered to the people twice. The
1: rock brought forth life. Life. And Jesus brings forth life in us. Mm-hmm. The Bible actually says that he's come to give us, bring us life and life more abundantly. Abundantly.
0: And so that water, it's refreshing. We need water. It's as part of what we need to live, right? I mean, there's all... Other instances in the Bible, you know, where he talks about he is, you know, that the the water of, of mm-hmm. life, right? Mm-hmm. And yep. and so, nonetheless, this is a representation that this rock not only was it this solid foundation, but it was also something that was bringing forth life to the people, and it, it quenched their thirst eternally. Yep. And so, there's another scripture passage that talks about in Psalms one forty four, and uh, out of this translation of the Bible, it says, "Bless the Lord, who is my immovable rock." That's I good. love that part, you know. You know, what is that? What's that line everyone always likes to use? What happens if a uh, an, an an immovable rock, you know, or object, you know, hits an an unstoppable force hits an immovable object? Object. What happens? What happens? I don't know. It's it's just a question that people always want to okay. you know relate Tell us what to. happens. <laughs> I can tell you that. That God is an immovable rock. How's that sound? God
1: is an immovable rock.
0: And he is our immovable rock. And
1: nothing can take him out. And that's the greatest thing is that we have access to God the rock mm-hmm. and we have everything that goes with that so he is our strength he is the one he picks. it says in his word that he picks us up and he puts our sets our feet upon the rock so mm-hmm. that we are stable again yep. you know we have that life from that rock that safety that surety so that we're not on rocky terrain but we are you know on the solid firm foundation mm-hmm. we have him as the first place in our life so that we can build our lives according to him as the cornerstone. Stone, we have all this access in our lives and and he wants us to utilize that. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, and, and, and you see it's building this so important, you know. You have to have that firm foundation or rock. Mm-hmm. If you build on sand or any type of other uh, we, we went the other day, don't June,
1: build your house on a sand. <laughs>
0: don't
1: build a tune in a shore. What happens? Well, I find it kind of nice, but you'll have to build it twice. So you'll have to build your house once more.
0: Where do we even learn these songs?
1: Salty, the singing song book. Oh
0: my gosh, yeah. now we're getting into Salty today. <laughs> oh. Anyways, we were just actually at somebody's house the other day, and they were talking about some property that was for sale. And it was mm-hmm. just talking about how, you know, they're like, this property, you know, the, the land was eroding. And it was talking yes. about if they wanted to build on it, that it was going to have to go through this whole ERCA assessment and so forth, and it was due to the fact that the land erodes, and that's because there was no solid foundation underneath it. And so this comes back to the importance of how how deep people go in to build a foundation on on you know in in solid situations. Yeah. And so Christ is that foundation. I know we've mentioned it over and over again, but I think that's very important to know that when we are looking at what He provides as a rock, this is part of it.
1: Which I want to say even just as a little side note here is that something that I learned was that in order to um, build higher, you have to dig deeper in the ground. And so if you want to go higher in your life and you want to go to greater heights, then you need to go deeper in God so that you can have that firm foundation in him, that deep, solid, strong foundation Mm -hmm. so that you can go higher in Christ.
0: That's true. There is, by the way, one more thing that I think is extremely important here that David really had a revelation of. What's that? When he says that God is my rock, Mm -hmm. you know, it was interesting because the first situation that really kind of exposed David to who he was, it was in 1 Samuel chapter 17. And in Mm, in 1 Samuel chapter 17, David's fighting Goliath. And what does it say that he did? It says that when he went down, it says that he went and he grabbed some stones. What are stones? They're rocks. They're rocks. And he grabbed them and he put them in his sling and he slung his arm all around like this and let it go. And it ended up hitting the Goliath in the head. Everyone knows this story. It sunk to the forehead and the Goliath, you know, was killed. And this catapulted David into the path for his destiny. Mm -hmm. So here's the thing. It says that Christ is our rock. He says it in the Psalms, Christ is my rock, Jesus is my rock, the Lord is my rock. And the rock that he you know, He has a deeper revelation of is, it's not just a rock that he stood upon and is a foundation which is accurate and true, but he was also the rock that was in his sling. He was the rock that was thrown at his enemy. He was the rock that rock that took him took his enemy out that day. Yep. That was a revelation that David had, you know, as well. He was like, This rock is, is more than just a protection. It's more than just a foundation. It's also an offensive weapon that Christ used. Right? In victory.
1: Yeah. And David said to Goliath, he said, You come at me with swords and spears and shields, but I come at you with the name of the Lord. And if Mm -hmm. you know the power of God's name, you cannot fail. You cannot fail. And he will be that rock that takes out your enemies if Mm -hmm. you keep God on your side.
0: Yes. So we're going to wrap up today. We're going to show you a little bit about how to pray the name of God as Jehovah Sally in your life. Yeah. Yeah. So, Father, we thank you for who you are. I thank you that you
1: are Jehovah Sali, our rock, that you are that fortress that we can run into. The word of the Lord says that the name of the Lord is a strong tower and the righteous run into it and they are mm-hmm. safe. I thank you that there is safety in your name. I thank you that you have picked us up and you have set mm-hmm. our feet upon solid ground, Father. And I thank you, Lord Jesus, that we are kept safe. But even as oh. David threw that rock at Goliath, I thank you, Father, that you are our rock that can take Take out our enemies, Father, that God is on our side. And I thank you, Father, that you are acting on our behalf today. We give you the praise. We give you the honor and the glory in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.
0: So that wraps up a little bit today about Jehovah Sally, the rock of, our, the rock of my God. Uh, we're going to continue. Actually, we're going to be reading through um, and continue with Psalms 18.2. And we're going to go through several of these other names in uh, our upcoming upcoming uh, little conversations videos. videos.
1: So stay tuned.
0: So stay tuned for more with that and anyways I want you guys to know that you guys are loved <laughs> you're valued and that you have a rock that you can stand upon this day and that rock is Jehovah Sally.
1: And if you have any ideas that you want us to talk about for the names of God just leave them in the comment description below and we will dive into it for you. Have a great day guys. Have a
0: good one.